It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, June 26, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Where did June go, Shauna? I have no idea. I can't believe that Canada Day is this coming weekend. It's crazy. Then Stampede starts next weekend. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. It sure does. <laughs> My kids, their last day of school is tomorrow, so then they'll be off. Oh, that's awesome. I'm a little scared. Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to do all summer with them? Yeah. We're tear each other apart completely? Probably. You and most parents, I yep. think, are feeling that right now. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. How was your weekend? It was great. Uh, Friday, just uh, chilled out. Um, it really sucks because I had a terrible sleep. And it, this sometimes happens... Like, winding up to a big day. We went to the Stamps game on Saturday. I knew it was going to be a long day. I wanted to be well-rested for it. So it was like Friday because of our schedule. We're normally pretty gassed on Fridays. It's like, I'm going to stay in and try and get a good sleep. I probably slept for an hour total. It was Uh. one of the worst sleeps I've ever had. And I woke up so exhausted on Saturday. And it's just like... What is it? Is it like the initial excitement of knowing the next day? You know, it's like, I know I need to be well-rested for tomorrow. And then, of course, no, no, out the window. On days like that, you just hit yourself with the NyQuil. Oh, my. I should have. Like, yeah. Just. You're right. I don't you're that have far any behind, right now. You need a little help. Yeah. I think that's okay. You don't want to become reliant on it, no. obviously. But, like, you know, yeah. even, like, I'll take melatonin once every few weeks. Just I did last night just to reset myself after, yeah. you know, sleeping in late on a Sunday. or. Mm-hmm. But No, see, you're right. And I don't have any... I used to have some NyQuil or, like, Z-Quil or whatever yeah. that's called. Um, <coughs> and I should have, yeah, because that would have... Yeah, Friday after two hours, three hours of just yeah. staring there, I would have been like, all right, it's time. Hit with the NyQuil. Yeah, damn. But, yeah, went to the Stamps game. It was awesome, beautiful weather for the game. Good football game. Yeah, I did a bit of tailgating beforehand. Yeah, that was it. What Very we nice. Yeah, super chill weekend. Just kind of caught up on sleep. Yep. Got uh, the house cleaned and organized. Spent some time outside. It was, awesome. it was really nice. It was a great. Really yeah, nice. Great outdoor weekend. On today's show, we had a pretty good laugh about what may have become of one of the booze bottles stolen from Shauna's (laughs) Shauna's place recently. We told you all about that. Some of the crazy things our parents said to us growing up. Yeah. And another thing you can't look cool while doing after your out-of-context clip of the show. They're probably butt-chugging it. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. You know what another thing is that you can't look cool doing, Beckler? What's that, Shauna? Riding a Segway. Oh. A guy passed me on a Segway yesterday, and I was just... The Segway is tough. Great idea. Like, I understand... I, f- I actually feel bad for the inventor of the Segway. Yes. Because, again, great idea, good for mobility, looks not cool, and never going to look cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I first heard about the Segway, I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is how we're gonna all going to move around in the future. Yeah. This is so cool. And then it just never happened. No. I blame two things for that. That it looks uncool? Well, okay. Uh, tourists, mm. you know, tourists in some places that put on the helmets and ride around in the Segways, the Segway tours. Yeah. Uh, and Paul Blart Mall Cop. That's it. I, I was like, is it because Paul Blart Mall Cop ruined the Segway? Is that why we see it, it as uncool? That's an yeah, incredible just, feat, isn't it, to ruin a method of transportation? Absolutely. It's insane. And again, poor, poor Segway, you know, they're <laughs> like, we've got this great idea. And then Paul Blart Mall Cop just. <laughs> I wonder if there's a conspiracy around that. There's someone who had like another competitive, and they're like, "All right, this is what it was we the do. inventor of the hoverboard or the one wheel or something that was just like, no, nope, we've we got to bury the Segway. The Segway. Yeah. We're gonna make the worst Kevin James movie ever. Yes, 
and we're going to ruin, we're effectively <laughs> going to ruin the segue for everyone in the future. And it worked. It's funny because in my head, I can still imagine a, a situation in which the segue looks kind of cool. Can you? So come with me on this journey. Okay. So imagine riding past this, this the windows of the studio right now. It's like some Japanese dude. And he, you know how sometimes you see like Asian folks that look like they're dressed 10 years in the future? Yeah. Like their fashion style is so far ahead of us here in the West. Mm -hmm. It's like that. He's wearing like a like an ankle, ankle length silver jacket. Okay. Cool sunglasses, mushroom cut. And he rips past here on a Segway. Nope. You don't think so? No. I, I would think, oh, Because that ripping cool. is not what happens. He does the little lean and that goes, <laughs> as it's going by and you're like, no, that's not cool. You know? Really? Like, in maybe my mind, that guy's cool. If you can get a Segway that goes like 60K and rips down that fast, then maybe, maybe then you'd make it look cool. But right now, like, y you really can't go that fast because you're, you're going to die. And then right. you're just doing the lean and as you go by, no. Part of it, too, is the helmet situation, I think. Because if you're going to go that fast, you need a helmet. Yeah. But you can't wear, like, a bicycle helmet. No. Nope. Because that looks silly. But or you a also skater can't wear, helmet. Uh, yeah, but you can't wear a motorcycle helmet either because you're not on a motorcycle. You're on a Segway. No, then you look stupid. You're overdressed. So it's this, like, it's this weird place in between, this weird yep. space where you still need a helmet. Yes. But is, again, it's just, I'm sorry. Hmm. Thanks, Paul Bart Malkop. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe we got to dig into this. Who funded that movie? I'm, I'm going to dig up the conspiracy. Might discuss it tomorrow. I don't know what the hell happened here because I wasn't watching this game. But on Saturday afternoon, uh, the Angels beat the Rockies 25 to 1. What in the? <laughs> 25 to 1. That is ridiculous. I know. They what were winning. What happened? They were winning 23 nothing in the fourth inning. What? And there were all sorts of like strange records set during this game. Uh, they had a 13-run third inning. Holy the Angels, hell. They hit home runs off three consecutive pitches. Hmm. So it was like pitch, home run, pitch, home run, pitch, three in a row. That pitcher had uh, a rough day. Oh, man. All Needless the pitchers had a rough day. Holy hell. Funny thing is Shohei Otani went one for seven. So oh. he didn't even have a great game Jeez. in a 25 to one win. Wow. Just a wild game. Okay. It wasn't quite the record for a blowout in the MLB. Uh, in 2007, the Rangers beat the Orioles 30 to three. So a 27 oh. run difference but uh this was 24 so it was pretty close uh pretty that's close. crazy i actually got to witness one of the uh blue jays worst blowouts oh yes yeah what yeah. Th what was that game it was only like 17 nothing <laughs> but um yeah being at a game like that not good nope bought nope. the tickets for my parents treated them to a game and 17 no not a good game to watch no i mean if i think that'd be better than like losing by four runs uh, you no know, like no because <laughs> there's nothing to cheer about nothing at all like even just not. a couple runs to cheer about nothing not even nope. the, like the novelty of being at a wild right. game like that yeah no 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 okay yeah so the the, the poor rockies fans that yeah were at this that wouldn't game. have that would have been tough <laughs> It's a beautiful night at the ballpark, and if you're just joining us, we're witnessing what can only be described as an old-fashioned and part of my language here, butt-whooping. The score is already 15-0, and it's only the start of the fourth inning, Buck. And the hits just keep coming, swinging a drive. Oh, that one out to deep left there. and then... Swinging a drive. Oh, and that one's out of here. Swinging Gee, a drive. This is getting crazy. Swing. Another and a drive. Would you just let me finish? Swing and a drive. Another, that one missed and oh, another one. A this, swing? This hit. And then a drive. Oh, this is getting A drive stupid. preceded by a swing. Oh, for God's sakes here. Swing and a drive. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Got some more small town news here, Beckler. 
Real uh, stories? Real headlines? Absolutely. Aaron submitted one about a family from Bragg Creek. <laughs> and then um, I, I saw one about this animatronic dinosaur that's outside this town office. But it wasn't the headline so much that killed me, but the picture that went with it as, well, the town office is a trailer. So I was Permanently like, or is it just a temporary setup they didn't say? It looks like it's been there for a while, so I'm not sure, but it's just, uh, yep, they have a trailer rather than, so there you go. Small Town News with Beckler and Shauna. The town has brought in an animatronic dinosaur for one day only. You can see it outside the town trailer. This is the biggest thing to happen here ever. The local public school was rocked by the news that a Bragg Creek family has decided to homeschool their children next year. (laughs) And the wild berries along the side of the road are now ripe for the picking. Terry says his blueberries are also ripe for the picking. Anyone who's interested is asked to contact. The Fangler and Shauna Podcast. Friend of the show, Sean, sent us this clip. Um, And I have to warn you, Shauna. Okay. This does have to do with Lord of the Rings. Oh, of course it does. But it also has to do with etymology. Okay. So I figured you would be conflicted here. I'm very conflicted. As someone who's over all the nerd, the nerd talk of Lord yep. of the Rings, but also loves etymologies. Okay. So this is from a woman's Instagram page. Her name's Miranda. Uh, and I can send you... It's She does a lot of these cool clips. Her, her handle is not something I can read over the air, but if you, I can send it to you if you want. Anyway, this is her. So we all know about the River Anduin, right? The Great River. It runs from way up north, parallel to Mirkwood and the Misty Mountains. Through- you know this though, right, Sean? You know about the River Anduin. No, nope. so through Rohan and eventually through Gondor. We see it a lot. The Argonath and the Falls of Rauros are on the Anduin. The of orcs use it to ambush Osgiliath in Return of the King, mm-hmm. right? Well, we're not here to talk about that river. Today, we're going to talk about the Baranduin River. Oh, my God. The Baranduin, which means golden brown river, is more on the western side of Middle-earth. It runs from up north through Eriador before meeting the sea. Yes. It runs directly adjacent to and forms the eastern border of the Shire. Maybe you're thinking, I don't remember hearing about a Baranduin River in the Shire. Haven't you, though? Baranduin, Baranduin, Brandywine. So, yeah, the Baranduin to hobbits and to us as an audience is the Brandywine River. And I love it so much because it's just another example of Tolkien being just a huge language nerd. He created an in-world historical and cultural shift in what this river is called. And on top of that... How about that? Wow. The Baranduin River. She could have said that a lot faster. Just the Baranduin is Brandywine. That's it. We didn't have to get into all the nerd talk there. Incredible. And on top of that, it's also an etymological joke. The Sindarin Baranduin Golden Brown River became a play on words Brandanin, meaning border water in Hobbitish Westron. Then it got changed again as a little hobbit joke to Braldahin, meaning heady ale to describe the river's color. And to us, the readers, the English translation of this is Brandywine. What say you to that, Sean? Okay, it just honestly, it took her 45 seconds to get to something that, again, would have taken her three... Like... Baranduin is Brandywine. During your etymology say. segment... That's all she could have said. Yeah, that was just a waste of time. We often talk about how, like, pronunciation shifts over time uh-huh. change the meanings of words and how, you know, we arrive at the words that we yeah. use today. Mm-hmm. Tolkien did that. In his brain. Wow. In his, like, within his world that he created, mm-hmm. he made one of those shifts. Wow. Is that not the most incredible thing? Like, just the the depth and the detail of the universe, of the Tolkien... Oh, for God's sake. ...legendarium. 
phenomenal. Do you, this is far too much. We just wasted so much time. Okay. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I have no idea how I got thinking about this, but I got thinking about the old saying, I brought you into this world and I can take you out of it. <laughs> Which like a parent saying that to their kid, a parent saying that to the kid, and you are familiar with that, right? I've heard like, it, yeah. Yes, and I think I've it was heard, ever said to me, but I've heard it. Yes, and it's something that is everybody knows. It's common enough that everybody knows the saying. And when you really think about it, you're like, "Holy hell! Like, what a thing it's to wild. say to your kids!" I will murder you. That's exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I gave you are you saying, life and I'll take it away. I will murder you. You can't say that to kids. <laughs> if you were to be out and about and say that to your child right now, somebody would it would not be good. As a threat. And, <laughs> that is uttering threats. And back sure. then, that was just one of those common things that you could say is, you know, as your kids were misbehaving, I, I brought you into this world and I can take you out of it. <laughs> there were so many of those, though. Old school parents, they had some crazy sayings. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll give you something to cry about yep. was another classic. That's another great one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you going to do? Holy crap. Just phenomenal. We've even talked before about how um, my buddy thinks the phrase, you wait till your dad gets home, was so funny because he said then dad would come home and have to hit the kids. He's like, I wasn't even here for any of the infractions. Yeah. I had a hard day at work and I just want to come home and be with my family. And Mm -hmm. now I got to come in here (laughs) and hit these kids. Yeah. Yeah, But you do something wrong and I'm going to murder you. I will murder you. I will take you and I will wring your neck. You be careful. I've heard ring. I've heard ring your neck. Oh I've heard I'll God. knock you into next week. Yep. That's, that's another, another one. Too. It's like, just, wow, and you got to hit someone pretty hard for them to end up next week. Right? Like, <laughs> that's a severe concussion. Talk about concussion protocol now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I thought that was pretty funny, but we should probably mention this this message from friend of the show, Leslie, mm-hmm. who said that her parents, you know, said all those same. She's a bit older, Leslie, I think, right? Yep. Said her parents said all the same things and eventually were charged. With yeah. uttering threats, was charged with death threats towards their kids, which is awful. Holy yeah. man! So she was just pointing out that you know it's well good for a laugh. Anybody who's living in an abusive home may not find that as funny, right? Which yeah. is fair. Yep, totally. Which is fair. I mean, there's a real difference between just tough love and straight up abuse, isn't yes, there? So there definitely is. And I was like, yeah, thinking of those threats as just things you'd say without really thinking about what they truly meant. But that yeah. is very different than yeah, legitimate threats. That if you yeah, no. Very different. I like the uh, the red foreman approach to parenting, where he threatens to put a lot of foots in asses, but you never actually see him put a foot in anybody's ass. As it's far true. as we know, he's never put a foot in Eric's ass. No. But no. lots of threats. Yep. Yeah. A lot of threats, no follow through. Uh-huh. <laughs> the red foreman parenting. But yes, we're conscious that not everybody's in a good situation, and sometimes our jokes can come across in the wrong way in mm-hmm. that sense. Oh, this is totally unrelated, Shauna, but I got a message on the weekend from uh, a friend of the show, a Venus head named Andrew Beckler. So this is uh, another Andrew Beckler in Calgary. Wow. He listens to this show and said, he said it's especially weird for him because his family is also from PA. Oh, my so God. So he said, anytime you talk about Prince Albert, he knows everything you're talking about. And he says, still has family there. And so he gets all those jokes. And I said, it's got to be a very odd listening experience for you. Yeah. Sharing a name with me and, you know, having also that Saskatchewan connection that you and I have. Yeah. He's like, yeah. But he said he loves the podcast. He especially likes our more serious discussions. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks. Shout out to... For listening, Andrew Beckler. Another Andrew Beckler. Yeah. 
The Backwood and Toronto Pisscast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. We've talked about this a lot. Give me another thing, Shauna, if you could totally customize a house, another thing that you would like in your house. A foot bath. A foot bath? Not, I, I just, I, I was talking about foot baths recently because in Japan, they have these like foot baths that are in the right. middle. Um, and it's such a lovely thing when you're like walking and you can just go and soak your feet. I was like, maybe a foot bath would be a cool thing to have. It would be super easy to do. You could put it right at your boot room. Yeah. Right when you come in. Yeah. Just like a, you know, a 12 inch deep tiled mm-hmm. basin, basically. Yeah. That you could plug. And you come home from snowboarding or whatever, and you dip your tired dogs in there. Yeah. Or you, can you get it in the living room? Can I get a foot bath so you're watching TV and can have a foot bath going on at the same time? Right in the living room. Hey? Right? Yeah. Just put it, put it right there. I'm a big fan of the, the, the ensuite bathroom. Yes. And I, I would have a decked out ensuite bathroom if I could build a house from scratch. Hell yeah. Um, but I've seen in some like really high-end listings recently, walk-through showers. Oh, yeah. So... Like, the shower doesn't have walls on two sides. It's just a big tiled room. Yeah. Multiple shower heads, and the water drains to the middle, and you could come, like, in and out from either side into the rest of your ensuite. It's pretty sweet. Which would be so cool. Oh, I also yeah. always wanted an outdoor shower. Yeah. On a house. Which that would I be awesome. Would, and again, probably wouldn't be super difficult to nope. do. Right? You just need a way to keep those tap those blinds from freezing in the winter and have a little drain there. Yeah. And then, you know, you come home from the beach or whatever, and you're... You're dirty, dirty. So dirty. Shower before you even go in the house. That'd be nice. That would be great. Well, Shane Holmes can make all that happen for you. ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My son, Bo, is eight, and uh, he told me a funny story from school last week. So he had an issue with one of his friends, and he was a bit upset about it at school. So this other girl in his class came up to him and said, don't worry, he'll get what's coming to him. Oh about my. the other kid and my Bo was like and Bo was like what? and she said karma oh and Bo said I don't know what that is and this girl said my mom said karma's a bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> Okay. So I don't know if either of them fully understand what it is, nope. what karma is, but she but does know bitch. that yep. it's a bitch. Wow. According to her mom. That so is... her mom has clearly said this about someone else. Clearly. <laughs> I was a like, few times, yeah. So funny. Holy so crap, I think Bo funny. left even more confused than he like, was before. Thank you for the support, but... That is hilarious. I'm, I'm pretty confused here. <laughs> Who? Karma. Who's she, she's what? She's a bitch. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was a little bit upset on the weekend because I realized that I have to go buy a new nice bottle of scotch. I used to have one, but if you recall, that was one of the booze that got stolen from the robber who went into my apartment while I was there and right. stole my booze. You woke up to find him in your kitchen stealing booze. He was stealing booze. Uh, a lot of it he wound up leaving because he realized that he couldn't throw it all over the balcony in time. So it was good. We got a lot of it back, but I did unfortunately lose my my one really nice $150 bottle of scotch. So I was like, oh, That man. sucks. And now you're probably regretting it, not drinking it when you had it, hey? I, I really am. Who I forget who it was. There was a famous quote from someone who said, like, you don't want to die with a nice bottle of scotch sitting in your... No. <laughs> I mean, I'd had a few sips of it. Yeah. Uh, but I just, yeah, there was still a lot of it left. The majority of the bottle was still left. And I'm, I'm guessing that the person who, who stole it is not enjoying that scotch the way that... They should be. Well, when you mentioned that you had lost this nice bottle, I was like, well, I hope whoever stole it enjoys it. The fact that they're going to have a really nice bottle. And you said, I doubt they will. I doubt they will. <laughs> They'll, they're probably butt chugging it. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't think they're sitting down with a, a on the rocks glass, enjoying the tannins of the scotch. In you know the what alley I mean? Behind, mm, hmm. Yes, I don't. Interesting notes there. I, I'm just guessing. No, I mean maybe they maybe did they three or four butts didn't it? Yeah, so. one in at least two to three butts. Yeah, there was a, a butt chugging party with my scotch, which I mean I guess. Uh, maybe it, did you enjoy the bum that way? Maybe, maybe it was the nice scotch ever butt chugged. Well, I was right? wondering, like maybe it goes down smoother in the <laughs> bum. It's a good quality scotch. It doesn't gosh. burn as much when it's a nice scotch, right? That's how you know. They were probably trying to sell it off to somebody else to butt jug as well. Like, how much does that go for? The Beckler and Shauna podcast. So I'm going to be off at the end of the week. My buddies and I are doing an overnight hike on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, last year we hiked up to Tombstone Backcountry Campground, and I have to say. The bathroom facilities out there were a pleasant surprise. You don't expect to have access to a nice bathroom when you're like, kind in of the in the middle of, the of nowhere sh- like yeah. that. Uh, but this was, the one out there was clearly like newly built and it was clean and it was like, they had like a corrugated plastic roof on top that was clear. So it was like bright in there. So was- the campground that I was at recently had a similar bathroom and it was it was new and clean and, and had that same thing. I wonder if Parks Canada is going around right now and updating some of these porta potties, making them newer. Well, this isn't in a national park. Oh, okay. This would be Alberta parks. But, huh. And then like if it's a you know individual campgrounds that are run yeah. privately or their own thing. But right. um, maybe, yeah, maybe there's a trend toward like new campers portab- wanting yeah. nicer bathrooms. Interesting. It was very yeah. surprising. Well, that's um, cool. Because I don't think all backcountry bathrooms are like that. No. Even looking when, when we were like researching which hike to do, there's sometimes photos of the, you know, the facilities and stuff. And um, some of them don't have walls. Some of them, there's like a, it's almost like a hill and there's just a toilet sitting atop the hill like almost like this little like an actual throne like an, yeah like okay, you're that's up high so hmm. i mean i who would want to do that you're not alone out there at these campgrounds there are they're not busy but there are other people so do they expect everybody to bring out a privacy tent so that they can <laughs> poop in private and you're, you're up there like yeah. you're kind of up there hit so you're up there hitting a darren and another camper comes around and they're like oh well, Sorry. And you're like, ah, it's okay. I mean, I guess it's good for animals. Maybe they think you can see better in case some animals out to get <laughs> you, you as they're taking a crap. Like if it's a bear that comes up on yeah, you. Yeah, you're in trouble then, hey? Hmm. But I was also thinking like women backcountry camp too. Yeah. So do you, like, what lady is going to want to be up there so exposed and then i come around like whoa well think of sorry think of my boyfriend cliff who (laughs) he has to take off his pants when he poops he can't he he has to be fully naked when he goes poop so he's gonna be sitting up there fully his his long john silver just hanging out for everybody to see as he's pooping just fully naked up there in the dark you you turn the corner and you see that jesus you're a bear you're like i don't even know what's going on here (laughs) Yeah, you turned the other way. You'd be like, oh my God, I'm sorry, man. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I'm not sure if this fits into the dad badge category, Beckler, but uh, Central Taps, which is down the street here, they have an entire category on their menu dedicated to what they call dad beer. Dad beer. Dad beer. And I think it's great. Yeah. I was like, do you, what, what do you drink? What's your, if you just have a go-to like beer that you'll have in the backyard as a dad. What, what's what's your choice? I'm fairly adventurous with beer. Okay. I like a lot of IPAs and stuff, but mm-hmm. when I think of dad beer, I think of like inoffensive lagers. Yep. Like. Yep. Uh, but there's a certain beer that you always get that you talk about quite often on the air and it's on this, it's on this list. A certain beer that I always get? Mm-hmm. Oh, you talk be? Miller High Life. 
Oh, okay. I used to be more of a Miller High Life drinker. Right. I've expanded my beer horizons. Well, that's good. But yeah, that is on the list for sure. And I was laughing because I was like, well, Beckler is a dad and he likes his Miller High Life. So there you go. My dad loves Coors Light. He's a silver bullet, man. Coors Light is on. That's the top of the list. Yeah. So Miller High Life. And then uh, PBR is on the list as well. Paps Blue Ribbon. As a dad beer? As a dad beer. See, I have that so firmly penciled in my mind as a hipster beer. It did go through a hipster phase that, yeah, you're right. Um, But it's still a good, it's an an inoffensive lager, as (laughs) you like to call it. And then there's one more on the list. Uh, it's going to be Budweiser probably. Yeah, just Bud. Yeah. So there you go. The, ba- the dad, dad beers. The dad beers. I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, that's good. That's good for the yeah. dads. And even when my dad comes to visit, I have to make sure I have some beer in my fridge that isn't yep. like too wild. Yes. You know? Yes. You know, he'll do something like he'll do a big rock grasshopper or he'll do like Ooh. something like that, something clean and clear right yep. Not, but nothing nothing with hops nothing with any bite to it right no it is hilarious so. though because you talk about having to stock your fridge but i have so many friends whose dads that's the thing right it's like oh that's left over from dad and it's always one of those right. lists, like the non-offensive lager <laughs> i like that weird adventurous ipa stuff no nope. you've been listening to the beckler and shauna podcast brought to you by shane holmes offering affordable customization on your new home you want more then tune in to x mornings with beckler and shauna live on calgary's Ultra. Alternative X929, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. What the f*** is with them talking about Googie Maps? Eggs are a hot item these days. You want to be the pickle of the office? That's After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.